Thank you for tuning in. This new year, we believe God wants to bring multiplication in areas of your life that have been lacking. Listen to today's message and be encouraged that God goes before you. Open your Bible with me. Genesis chapter 21. You have your Bible in your phone. You need to get your Bible in your phone. Get that Bible app. And we're going to read today Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. The, words of, the Word of God states, Then God blessed them. Get this in your spirit. God blesses you. God blessed them. And God said to them, God says to you, Be fruitful and multiply. Somebody say with me, multiply. It says, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Listen to the blessing of God. Be fruitful and multiply and have dominion. I pray you take this in your spirit today. Close your eyes with me. Let's pray together. God, I thank you for your love. I thank you for your promise. I thank you for promises fulfilled even right now. God, we declare this blessing over your church that this year we will see multiplication, God, so that your name may be glorified. Right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we come against anything that's not yours, anything that wants to hinder your word, we cancel it. And I pray that your word will produce fruit in our lives a hundredfold in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. amen. See, when I, when I was in school, we had a time in which, I thought, say third, fourth grade, I had to learn to multiply, uh, you know, harder numbers. How many of you guys remember learning to multiply? See, there was a sequence I, I learned to add. I could do, you know, one plus one, two plus two. That was easy to do. You remember you're learning to add and you're going through it and then you get, you know, 10 plus 10 double digits. It starts getting a little bit more difficult. Uh, and then they teach you to subtract. How many of you remember subtracting? I'm telling you, this year you need to learn to subtract things in your life. You need to learn to add things, more of God in your life. You can learn to subtract things. You need to learn to subtract relationships. Come on, somebody. You need to learn to subtract things that this past year didn't give you good fruit. God wants you to multiply, though. I remember going and learning to multiply. And when I was learning to multiply, I had a teacher that would love to challenge us and pass us to the front and to the board, and we will have competitions. Do I have anybody that's from that generation that will have to have competitions? Come on, say, oh, yeah. Okay, I would have to go up to the front and they'll put that there and they'll say, you know, I'm going to I'm going to pick you Pepito, Pepito. Come to the front. Have y'all have Yes, teacher. Yes, teacher. Come here. Come here. I want you to do the table of 9. Can I do the table of 2? No, no, the table of 9 and then she'll go ahead and choose over here a lady, you know, usually the smartest one. I don't know, I don't know why they'll put me against the smartest one and they'll go ahead and call and they say, Hannah, Hannah, come up here and you're going to do also the table of nine. Hannah will come up, perky, ready. I was nervous, man. I'll start nine times one, nine times one, nine times two, and then I'll get to nine times five. Uh, I'll look around, my friends will be And, and Hannah over here is going, mm, 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 mm. you remember that? You know, and you're over here, and I'm like, oh man, I passed nine times five. I hope I get it right. And then Hannah gets stuck nine times nine. I see her get stuck. She's thinking, remember that was a hard one, nine times nine. And I'm over here, I get to nine. I know nine times nine. Nine times nine is what? 81. And then 90. I won in your face. And the teacher, hey, 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 hey. we're nice to each other. 
We're nice to each other. Yeah, but she would have won. She would have said the same thing to me. How many of you won in, the, in those competitions? Come on. If you're a winner, say, oh, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're a loser, it's okay. We're a team, so we can win together, okay? Sometimes I'll win. Sometimes I'll lose. But I'm here to tell you that in those multiplications, there was always a time in which you had to be tested. Listen to this, please. I believe that in the spirit, there's a time of multiplication that's, that's rising up in our life. But you have to go through the test. Come on, somebody. You have to go through the test. And it's okay when the father calls you up, when the teacher calls you up and says, listen, I'm putting you in the front because I trust you. I'm putting you in the front because I know what I placed in you. But you got to learn that what God's already placed in you, you got to go do. You know how you learn multiplication? By repetition. You learn multiplication by repetition. Why am I going through this process again, God? Why, why is this happening with my marriage again, God? Why, why is this happening in my finances? Come on, am I, am, I am I preaching to somebody? I need you to be awake today. Why, why am I going through this process again, God? Listen, it's because God's stretching you into a process of multiplication. Repetition is the key for you to multiply. God, what do you mean? I thought I learned this in 2020. I mean, I got 2020 vision, but 2021 was a blur. Come on was a blur. I mean, I, 2020, I got the vision. Uh, 2021 was like, what happened? Can I tell you, 2022 is a year of multiplication, promises fulfilled in your life, but the test determines how much you multiply. The test determines how much you multiply, and you need to understand this. In order for things to multiply in your life, you need to come into the right partnership. See, if I multiply one by one, it's one. I need you to get this. If I multiply one by two, if I, if I multiply with you, the Bible says that we should be one. Then we multiply with two, it becomes two. We multiply with three, it becomes three. Come on, somebody. But when we learn to multiply in compounding terms, okay, I'm going to make you grow now. In compounding interest terms, have you noticed that when you pay your house down, everything goes to the interest? That's compounding interest. It's not one plus one, and that's, that's not one times one, one times two. Compounding interest works like this. So it's like you, you can understand it. What happens when I multiply two times two becomes what? But two times eight becomes what? Two times 16 becomes what? Compounding interest not only doubles. Are you getting what I'm saying? It multiplies by the number what I'm partnering with. When you multiply yourself with God, come on, somebody. When you multiply, I have little strength, but he has, he has big strength. I have, listen, I have little faith, but he is faith. I have, I have little forgiveness, but he has forgiven me. When I multiply with heaven, then I go into eternity. That number, that impossibility is no longer something that limits me. Now I'm going to multiplication. Say with me, multiply. Look at what Genesis chapter 22 states. Genesis chapter 22 is, an, uh, is a very interesting story. Because God has given a promise to Abraham of a son. And then he says, I want you to sacrifice your son to me. Can I tell you, I know you're in a season of multiplication when you're having to sacrifice that which you love. When you're having to sacrifice things that you love to do. When you have to sacrifice relationships that are very dear to you. And it's not that God doesn't want to bless you. you. Many times we say, God, why are you demanding this from us? It's because he wants to make sure that he is first in your life. That what you're multiplying with, are you getting this? What you're uniting with will bring the fruit that he has for you. In the world, the world says divide and conquer. Listen to this. But God calls us to unity so we can multiply. The world says divide and conquer, but God says bring into unity. Come with me and multiply. Genesis chapter 22, verse 15 through 17. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, My myself, 
I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done these things and have not withheld your son, your only son. I want you to see what this is representing. I want you to see Jesus is throughout the Bible because you have not withheld your son. You have not withheld the promise that I've given you. And blessing, I will bless you. Get this, please. In multiplying, I will multiply you. Somebody, somebody say multiply. In blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. God speaks to Abraham. He was, he was 99 years old when he has a baby. He had been waiting. Anybody has a promise? Can you imagine waiting for so many years and God says, you're going to do something great for me. This for you this year. You get, God says, I want you to multiply what I placed in you so that you can be a blessing to others. God wants people to see, listen, God wants people to see the glory of God through you. And it's not about you being in a place in which people clap. It's about you going to a place where nobody else wants to go. See, many of us don't see multiplication in our lives because we don't sacrifice. We don't, you want to see multiplication in your marriage. You want to see your marriage get better. Learn to die so that she can live. Amen. Learn to die to yourself, to your selfishness. You want to see multiplication in your family. Look at me, please. Stop saying this is what I want to do and start saying what do you want to do. Make team. You want to be, see multiplication in your place of work. Stop being in competition with people that got play, gets placed around you to, to make team so that you can grow. Many teams, especially, and you, and you see this in the army, you see this in business. Many people don't understand that if you win, I win. So therefore, they're competing with each other. And they don't see the growth. In the church, please listen. In the church, we are the body of Christ. You cannot say, well, I'm a finger. I don't matter. No, I need you. If I'm a hand, I need you so that we can do what God's called us to do. The problem is this, that many people don't want to be soldiers. They want to be generals. And if you want to be in the army of God, you need to learn to be a soldier. You need to learn to be those that go in the front. You need to be the ones that are starting to pray before anybody else is praying. You need to be the ones that are willing to sacrifice when nobody else wants to sacrifice. I remember when I was going through this teacher, I mean, she was a hard teacher. I remember this fourth grade was so difficult because she always continued to push us for more. And I believe that this season, God has been pushing us for more because he has so much more for us. By the end of the year, I was doing multiplications already by three digits. I mean, I struggled with the, well, I remember doing the, the, the table of 12. How many of you remember the table of 12? You know, I only knew 12 times 12. 12 times 12 is what? 145. Good job. Good job. You know, those of you that went to elementary, I'm, I'm telling you, Bowie did a good job. Bowie did a good job. You know, Jefferson did a good job. Come on, my people. I know where El Paso High did good. You know what I'm saying? Those of you that are more fresa and Mongo did good for you. Okay. I'll just stop right there. But you know, when you're going here you go, and, you, and you're doing this, it gets harder. See, what happened is that midway through the year, she started putting us to compete with other schools. And I remember I will get to the other schools and we were there and she chose several of those people. See, I have a mom that's a teacher. So guess what? What happened when I got home? You know, what would happen? I got to school. I went to school and then I went home and I got schooled again. I got schooled again. It's like many of you that got in trouble at the school and you'll say, oh, mom, the teacher was mean at you. And then what would, what would your mom say? Exactly. What did you do? 
That was me. I got home and I was like, school is difficult. And mom would say, why is it difficult? Study more. So I'm going, I'm competing now with different schools. Listen to this. The competition gets tougher as you're multiplying. Higher levels, higher devils. Come on, God has more for you. And many of us don't see multiplication in our lives because we don't want to sacrifice anymore. I'm happy here that my marriage is just going to get this way. My kids are just going to get this this year. That's just the way it's going to be. I'm telling you today, as you get to another level, you need to understand that it's time to study the Word of God like you never studied before. You know how we were able to win against other schools? We would be studying. Throughout the bus, people will be talking. We would just be studying and studying and studying. When was the last time you decided to study the Word of God? When was the last time you opened your Bible and that problem that you're having and you said, what does the Word of God say about this? And instead of what are my feelings, what, what are my feelings about this or how do I feel about this? How about you start saying, this is what the Word of God says. In Luke chapter 8, Jesus tells a story. Luke chapter 8 verse 5 states, a sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the west side and it was trampled down. And the birds of the earth devoured it. Some fell on rock. As soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Verse 7. Some fell among the thorns. And the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground. Somebody say good ground. It says others fell on spr- good ground, sprung up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. See what a seed can do. A hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Look at what Jesus is teaching. The sower went out to see, to plant a seed, but it fell in different grounds. Look at me for a minute. Do not assume that you are good ground because you're in church. Do not assume that you're on good ground. This is how I know I'm good ground. It's his word. The seed is the word giving fruit. Do I know it? Or am I living it? In verse 11 of Luke chapter 8, Jesus explains this parable. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. What promise has God given you? What does the word of God state about that situation in your life? I need you to get that word. I need you to make sure that you plant it so that it can give fruit. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts lest they should believe and be saved. Many of us have received the word from God. And I believe that this year, even family members that have walked away are going to come back. I believe there are situations that God's going to put back in front of you. But listen to this. If you don't believe that it's for you, it will not give fruit. You will have received the word, but you didn't believe it. Can I tell you something? He gives the seed, but you are the soil. You want fruit in your life. You want multiplication. Make sure your soil is right. Keeps reading in verse 13. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root who believe for a while in a time of what? Temptation fall away. We're all going to go through temptation. We're all going to go through a time in which it says this is too difficult. Many of us do not see the fruit because in the time of temptation, we go away. Can I tell you something? Look at me, please. When you are tempted, it's when you need to get closer to God, not walk away from God. 
When you fall on temptation, it's not the time for you to stop going to church. It's the time for you to come back to church. The father's a good father. See, many of the mistakes we do is when we know we did something wrong, we hide. Come on, somebody. Isn't that what Adam and Eve did? We did something wrong. God, so we hide as if God is not going to find us. Let me tell you the secret. Go back to the father so he can restore you. Don't go away when you are tempted. Go back to him and say, God, I know I did wrong. We start fasting and then, we, oh man, that donut was just so good. So then we quit under fasting. No, that's a time for you to repent and come back and say, God, I'm going to do it again. Somebody say, do it again. Let me tell you who see the people that see multiplication are. Are you ready? Say, oh yeah. These are the people that see multiplication, the people that don't quit. The people that, that, the people that fall and get up again. Somebody say, get up again. That fall and get up again. You fall and get up again. You fall and get up again. You fall and get up again. He gives you the strength. Do not be like those that receive the word and then leave it. And then he ends on Luke 8 and verse 15. But the ones who fell on good ground, verse 15, are those who having heard the word with a noble and good heart. Hmm. I know I have a noble heart when I'm humble. I know I have a good heart when I no longer keep what God has given me on a fist, but I'm willing to open up and give. See, I want you to get this. The sacrifice of the Lord are a heart that's contrite, a heart that is obedient. You cannot, listen, you cannot receive more from God this year if you continue to keep what He's given you. If you continue to say, listen, but they did wrong to me, so if I see them, I'm going to punch them. You need to let go of the past. You need to let go of the things that keep on putting you there. Forgive and the Bible says that what he has for you, one seed, can turn into a hundredfold. Multiplication happens to those people that when they receive the word of God, believe it. They're willing to endure temptation. And I also, I need you to put, please believe this in your heart, that when they receive the word of God, they understand that it's for others hmm, to be planted on. You know how you see a hundredfold? When God gives you something, you pass it on. One of the hardest things for me to see in this generation is that we're losing a generation of generals that never taught the next generation to lead. Because they were always doers. They were never teachers. One of the hardest things for me to see, and I'm talking to you as a parent, is that we are so consumed by us wanting to produce, wanting to give fruit, that we forget that we are called to be planters for the next generation. There's a seed in you, a seed that God's placed in you, that you have to learn to pass on. One of the saddest things I think that has happened is that, and I'll just put it to you in a very simple term that we know, grandma's recipes, nobody else knows how to do them. And it's Christmas time and we miss grandma. <laughs> what if you would have gotten closer to grandma and say, grandma, how do you make the tamales? I've learned to do that. Can I tell you, if you partner with heaven, multiplication will happen and you say, God, how do I do this? God, I don't know how to overcome this. God, I, I don't know how, how to act in this situation. And when you do so, say with me, multiply. In Isaiah chapter 60, verse 22, the word of God states, the smallest family shall multiply into a clan. The tiny group shall be a mighty nation. The Lord will bring it all to pass when it is time. God multiplies and he is listen he is a specialist on this and those that have little see i remember i won 
I want the city competition. I don't think that went in my class, but I won the whole city. Back in the day, we didn't go to state. But I remember winning that and showing it off to my mom. See, I learned multiplication by repetition. Going back and forth. I would do all these things in my mind. I wouldn't have to use pencil anymore. Now I do. Now we have a calculator. Can I tell you, many of us have gotten lazy because of the calculator. We no longer multiply and therefore we're seeing other things multiply. I hope you get this except what's most important. What are you putting in your life instead of using what he's given you and it's easy to pass it on to somebody? Can I tell you you're not a victim? See, a victim always says they owe me. You are victorious in Christ. A person that's victorious in Christ doesn't say they owe me. A person that's victorious in Christ says, what do I have so others can receive? When you change that in your heart and you receive this in your spirit, it doesn't matter how small you are, you can get what we just read. It says, you'll become a nation. Come on, somebody. You become a nation. We are part of a heavenly nation, of a kingdom. And I'm talking to you in the spirit now. I need you to grow in this because God is calling people to step up. And it feels like a test. And you're saying, God, what do you call me to the front? What do you have to show this off? This thing that I'm hiding. This thing that I'm ashamed of. This thing that I don't want people to know. This that I want to let go of. What do you call me to expose it? Because if you go to the front, the teacher will help you. The teacher will help you, but you got to be willing to go through the repetition. Somebody say, let me multiply. As you multiply and you put what God has given you, each one of you has something from God. Each one of you has a gift from heaven. Each one of you is called to be salt and light. Each one of you, God is saying the same promise that he said to Abraham, in blessing, I will bless you. Can you look at me for a minute? It doesn't say if you speak bad about others, I will bless you. It says if you bless others, I will bless you. Then it says in multiplying, I will multiply you. He doesn't say if you keep it, it says if you give it. One of the greatest truths in the Bible is the first fruits. The first fruits, when they will come and they'll give the beginning, the first thing that they had, imagine waiting for crops all year, and the first thing that you have, instead of eating it, you'll give it. Wow. What does that show? What does that show? That who you trust is God, not your own strength. That who you trust is God, not your soil. That who you trust is He is the source, not what I have in front of me, but what I have above me. Come on, somebody. When you know who's above you, when you know who you adore, when you know when you're, who your God is, you're willing to surrender it. And then those first fruits, that's where you also get this um, teaching of, of, of tithing. The only place in the Bible in which God says, test me on this. Test me on this. I want you to hear this. And they'll bring the tithes into a place, and I need you to get this this year, into a place in which they will sacrifice to God. They wouldn't bring the tithes into a place in which they'll just go ahead and do whatever they wanted. They'll bring a tithe into a place in which everything was done to bring sacrifices of worship, into a place of worship, into a place in which they will teach the Word of God, into a place in which they will help the community. And they says they'll bring the tithes, they'll bring the first fruits into that place so that they can do the work of the Lord. But I want you to get this. They were partnering with heaven so that they can see the results of heaven on earth. It wasn't about paying a bill. I'm just giving you an example. It was about coming into a covenant relationship. It was about coming into that nation. I no longer live here, but I live over there. And if you learn this principle of putting God first, multiplication will come in every area of your life. I'm not just talking about your finances. Please listen to my heart on this. Because I'm, I'm here to tell you something. Something that we've done in this church is to make sure that everything we do is a sacrifice for God. 
is that we bring the best for God. Many people see around and they say, well, it's because the pastors are doing well. You don't understand this. This is not about me. This is about you and God. Everything that you do in here, the way you serve, the way you give, this, even I'm going to teach you this too. In your marriage, if you don't learn to sacrifice, you will not see multiplication. In your life, if you don't learn to come into covenant, somebody say covenant. Covenant brings multiplication. See, when I got married, I didn't get married for a season. I got married for a lifetime. When I come to a church, I didn't come to a church. I'm looking for a church that does those three things. So Because the Bible says, bring the, bring the tithe into the storehouse. I hope you get this. Bring your gifts is what it's saying. Bring your gifts into the storehouse, into the temple. When I come in covenant with him, then everything multiplies. Can I tell you, many of us are struggle because you've been in covenant in the wrong places. And covenant with the wrong people. How come I don't see multiplication, you know, and my finances? Because you keep on drinking with your buddies every Friday. How come, I, how come I don't see multiplication in my, in, in my relationship? How come I, I don't feel peace? Because you keep on hearing people that don't speak the word of God and you let them steal the word of God in your life. How come I'm not able to walk in the promises of God in my life? How come I don't see the gifts of God in my life? You know, I want to be able to prophesy. I want to be able to, to speak the word of God everywhere I go. Can I tell you, it's because of those things that you've allowed in your life. There's things that you have to add this year. There's things that you have to subtract this year but above all i need you to partner with god so you can see multiplication somebody say multiply i remember being in that place i was able to finish it was something i, I you know I, I remember when i got to that city as the city competition it was just mm, one right after the other i didn't even have to think anymore multiplication came naturally for some of you are stuck in nine times nine when am I going to go back to doing this? When, when am I going to see the good old times? How many of you guys have heard that? The good old times, listen, the good old times are here, church. <laughs> They're not back there. But it comes to a point in which through repetition, through sacrifice, through surrender of God, through covenant with God, it becomes a hundredfold. Will you stand with me today? I believe that this year, I believe that this year God is calling a church God is calling a church to multiply you know why the enemy has been fighting you so hard because he knows that what you carry will transform the nation you didn't hear me because he knows that what you carry will transform your family you think it's about you and because of your selfishness is that you're keeping your fist like this I see people mad God's, God's been showing me this. I see people mad. Why God? Why government? I see mad. Why? They look at themselves and they go, why me? It was your decision, but you're still mad. Oh, you're mad at yourselves? And I just keep hearing this in my spirit. Listen, if you do this in worship, I'll bring peace to that area in your life that you're fighting with. He'll fight for you. Will you close your eyes with me? Twenty twenty one, maybe stretched you in many ways. Twenty twenty two, God's about to launch you. But you need to say, God, here it is. I want to. I want to come into covenant with you. So there, where you are, with your eyes closed, can I invite you to repeat this prayer with me? Would you say, God, 
I'm sorry for my sins. Today, I give you my heart so that it can be good soil. Lord, change me. Multiply your gifts in my life for others to see you. Somebody say amen to that. Are you ready for more of God? Follow us on social media to stay connected and be equipped with resources to help you in your walk with Jesus. Remember that you have been called to be the salt and light of this world.